0: Welcome to Physics Twist, this week in science and technology, the Australian science news podcast for the scientifically curious, both neophytes and crackerjacks alike. We are powered by Physics Education, leading science communicators in the education space. It's our job to deliver exciting science content all around Australia, and what better way to do that than with a planet-sized portion of science pie? Also, good news, we have an Instagram account now. Follow us, it's at physics twist. Find us there for updates. In this episode of Physics Twist, in Untwist, Chinese scientists are creating GMO babies. In Viralgram, Nickers the Big Cow is utterly huge. And in Far Out with Duncan, it's Mars Lander Time again. And we wrap things up with a
1: What Year is it?
0: G'day, Quill. G'day, Duncan. How are you
2: going? I am fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm very good, as always. Are you ready for another episode of Physics Twist?
2: I always am, and I'm always
0: excited. All right. Well, Little, little Birdie told me that you wanted to talk about some gene editing stuff. Of course I do. I of course, course you do. do. It's My yeah. favourite topic in the whole wide world.
2: But also because this has been in the media a lot lately. It has. It yes. has. So, I don't know if you've heard about this thing, but there's this awesome fantastic thing called CRISPR. Mm -hmm. And CRISPR is essentially a technology which allows us to edit genes.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm with you so far.
2: Yeah. So there's lots of different kinds of ways that we can do this. But this one specifically at the moment has been in the media because, well, some people are doing things they're not really supposed to with it.
0: Yeah. So maybe we should just briefly touch on how CRISPR actually works. I think the best way that I've seen it described is it's kind of like a word processor Mm -hmm. for your genes. Yeah not like your pants but your the sort of your genetic material your genetic material. what makes Thank you, you you exactly yep. and so if you think of it in the sense of you can like select a piece of text and then you can cut that piece out and you can paste it somewhere else yep. that's a pretty good way of thinking about how CRISPR works exactly
2: yeah Yeah, fantastic so basically what it does and it so kind of they discovered this idea um from originally archaea and then bacteria so kind of simple organisms Mm -hmm. and then they discovered that what they have is essentially um these repeating dna sequences and what these dna sequences mean is that you can kind of use these and the spaces between these repeating sequences you can essentially use to edit things and you can target those specific sequences, so these groups of little letters that make up our genetic code, and you can target those and then go in and go, hey, I'm looking for this bit here, and when I find that, I'm gonna get rid of it, or I'm gonna change it, or I'm going to make it longer, or whatever you wanna do to it, and that in turn will then change the gene that that bit of code is
0: relating to. And then that has actual physical repercussions in terms of how is that gene being, I think the word they used is expressed.
2: Exactly, expressed. So for example,
0: if you wanted to have a smaller nose mm-hmm. or something like that, you could go in, change that piece of DNA that says how, no- how big your nose is, mm-hmm. and then smaller yeah, nose. You can do that nose. now,
2: no, obviously. You can't just but do like it now.
0: Before a baby is born. Yeah. And I think that kind of leads us into where this story is going.
2: Exactly. On. So, what we have when we're looking at, when we're thinking about the way we change things, you need to understand that we've got different kinds of cells as well. So, we can have somatic cells, and we can also have what's called a germline cell. So somatic cells are basically when you have got a cell that is part of the body that's not inherited. Yeah. Okay? So it doesn't matter what you do to that cell. Uh, It might hurt you, but it's not going to be inherited. It's not going to be passed down in future generations. Mm. Now germline cells are a bit different. These are um, the things that are passed on from your parents. So germline cells, if we make changes in these future generations are going to also have these changes. So when we start messing around with things like embryos, um, we can have embryos, we also can have um, sperm. So these are basically called um, gametes, which Mm -hmm. um, your mum and your dad will have. And these, if we change these, you'll start to see um, changes that will actually be inherited down for further generations.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So this is where it gets a bit crazy. Yeah. Because we change things here, we're changing an entire potential future.
0: Yes. So basically... Mm. Any one of your descendants is going to have that gene changed as well. It's going to have far-reaching, long repercussions.
2: Exactly. So, it's not like saying, I want to have a smaller nose, so I'm changing my nose. It's saying all me and my kids are going to have smaller noses and my grandkids and my grandkids
0: and 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 so so on for eternity. Exactly. But I think we run into a problem there where, let's say we find the gene that expresses for nose size. Mm -hmm. We don't really know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> so stupid um we don't really know what other um implications that might have
2: exactly and yeah. our genes are more complicated than just simply finding it and changing it and whatnot. oh yeah. so they're linked with lots of other things genes can be um we're not even sure how things are interlinked with a lot of these things yep. um and we're also not sure what happens when you change one thing. We don't know what the effects of these can be, like bringing the cane toads in. Yeah. You know, great idea at the time. Now we have cane toads Not everywhere. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a really important part of research because what it does is it opens up the potential to change um, genes where people might have genetic inherited diseases. So something mm. where you know your family has these diseases that are always going to be passed down and you basically know... You know, you either can't have kids or your kids have got a really high likelihood of getting a horrible disease.
0: Yeah, in which case you might think, fair enough, I don't want anyone to yep. suffer from that disease. So, I'm just going to cut that bit out of my of my genes and then it's guaranteed, quote yep. unquote guaranteed, that my kids and their kids and their kids and so on are not going to have that disease. Exactly. But I think we should bring it back to the original point of the story, which is that this is actually happening now. Yeah. And so, a Chinese scientist from this was it the Southern University of Science and Technology exactly. in China has basically announced that I think it was earlier this month, twin girls mm-hmm. were born with edited genes. Yes. Now you might think, great, it's like they are erasing a part of their gene that expresses for um, a disease or yeah, something like sure. that. But like we've just said, when you run into those sort of ethical implications. Mm. We're opening a door that can't be closed.
2: It's a slippery slope, as super they say. slippery slope. And we also don't even know—we don't know what the further implications are. But also, is, and this is actually the case with this one. So the genes that these kids, these twins, have been born with, um, what actually happened was they edited the CCR5 gene, mm-hmm. um, and this is a gene that is known to be responsible for people that are resistant to some diseases like HIV, smallpox, and cholera. Mm. Now, what's interesting is it's these aren't diseases that people already have. Yeah. So they're not actually going, oh, you're going to get a horrible disease. We'll take that out and now you won't have that mutation. They're actually going, we are going to go into a normal healthy embryo and we're going to actually change the way this normal gene works because people that have a not normal functioning gene are the ones that are resistant to those diseases. Right. So it's not even like they're taking, they're not even just like, adding something extra or whatever, they're going into a normal gene and adding something. What is otherwise a perfectly
0: healthy person. Exactly. And then saying, you're now going to be resistant to HIV, smallpox and cholera, but they weren't necessarily going to get those things in the first place. Exactly.
2: And that's where a lot of the ethics um, are kind of a bit not really sure what's the right thing. Like, if you have a gene that says, yes, you are going to get this horrible disease, then maybe that's... I mean, that's where a lot of these originally were invented for, but... If it's a matter of being like, well, I don't want you to get this disease in the future, potentially you might get it, but you might also not get it. Yeah. But then at what point do we say, okay, now you're just starting to edit people for benefits. Yeah. I would also like you to get into a really great uni and be six foot three so you can play basketball. Yeah. Like where do we draw the line on what is okay to edit? Yeah, and I'm six right. foot
0: three and I don't, I don't play basketball.
2: Well, I'm like <laughs> five foot three basketball. and I do play basketball, yeah, so exactly. you never know, but, but as yeah, an example. And
0: then you run into the problem of, oh, I want my kid to be super successful, like super intelligent yeah. and super fit and, um, like, really, really attractive when they're yeah. growing up and that sort of stuff. And then you open up, up this door of, like, well, now that technology is only accessible to, say, the wealthy. And sure. then you've got this, like, race of superhumans running around because they're all wealthy and the rest, of, the rest of us are left behind. That's now, true. I, remem- I don't remember personally, but <laughs> there was um, a, a government some decades ago that actually experimented with the idea of this, this type of artificial selection. Do you remember what they were?
2: Yeah, it wasn't a good one. Uh, which one was it? Yeah, Nazi Germany. Yeah, it was them. It was the Nazis, yeah. yes. So, um, and yeah.
0: hot take, not good. Not good. Not good. Not good.
2: And so- we don't want... I mean, the idea of CRISPR and the idea of the genetic mutations and these kind of things, great idea, used in the right way, but I don't think we're at the capability yet to use it. And there mm. also needs to be some kind of rules outlined before we just start being like, sweet, now let's edit my kids to do this. Like, I have a giant head. Maybe I want my kids not to have a giant head, like other things like this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you know, we you know, I think a, a guide of ethics needs to be drawn up before we push too far. But unfortunately, yeah. seems like things are already happening, um, which is a bit yeah. scary. Mm. The other scary part is we don't know um, why you're adding in or taking away or changing these mutations, is you can also then have side effects, and, yes, and side exactly. effects can also be adding in new unwanted mutations so totally. you might take away the possibility that this kid may one day catch hiv yep but while you're doing that you may actually make your child blind or something totally. you, know, or you they have you, boils you know. or something like exactly. that and it's
0: like well was that really worth it exactly or it might be expressed potentially somewhere later down the line in Different. their great grandkids so exactly. it's like it's going to take us what 80 years to find that out
2: it's Not like we're flies. You can't look at different generations yeah. and see how things are happening over totally. a number of weeks.
0: Yeah, fruit flies, what, yeah. 60 generations <laughs> yeah. in 24 hours yeah. or something like that. Mm. Yeah, so... so interesting? Um, very interesting, but again, it's like we've opened the door and then jumped out the plane mm. rather than, you know, doing a few test landings yeah. first.
2: Check the parachutes on. Check the parachutes, practice. yeah. Yep. Exactly. So um, everyone's got a parachute. We know we were supposed to land. All yeah. All
0: those extra bits. Exactly. But anyway, Interesting. Very interesting, but maybe we should put the kibosh on that one. Mm. Cool.
2: Just test it a little
0: bit first. Uh-huh. So that was untwist. Yeah. That was the second episode of untwist.
2: And what's cool about untwist? It. it talks about DNA, which is a double helix, which oh. is twisted. Oh,
1: oh
2: my god! god. Nerd joy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all coming together. You might think we make these jokes up beforehand, but we don't. We do. We're just running this With on the freestyle. fly. <laughs> freestyle. Freestyle. <laughs> check, check. One, two. One, two. Anyway, should we move on? Yes cool please <laughs> so we are moving on to a new segment we, that we call viral gram
2: viral gram
0: viral gram viral gram is where we take stories that we have seen in social media mm-hmm. that have gone viral things going viral can you see what we've done as well very funny title very punny
2: it's not about viruses
0: no, it's not. It's it about,
2: could be, it but It go gone viral yeah.
0: on the internet or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, what's in Viralgram? Today. Today.
2: Today in Viralgram we have,
0: wait for it, mm-hmm.
2: a giant cow. The
0: giant cow.
2: A giant cow. A giant cow.
0: The giant cow has been dominating the media landscape mm-hmm. for the past 48 hours, I would say. In fact, someone messaged like me.
2: Cowpox. cow pox.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a virus.
0: <laughs> it's a cow. I got it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> Um, someone messaged me being like, have you seen the size of this cow? <laughs> like...
2: <laughs> what cow? I
0: know. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, there is a cow mm-hmm. called Nickers. Great name. Great name in Western Australia, which is a steer. Yes. A steer is a male.
2: It is a male yep. that has been neutered.
0: Neutered. Um, and how big is this cow?
2: Well, so Nickers, he is standing 1.9
0: metres to his shoulders. 1.9 metres. Meters. How tall are, to are you? To his shoulders. To his
2: shoulders. Oh my
0: god, and he's got a head on top of those shoulders.
2: Yeah, but I mean, their heads are kind of in line not, with their bodies. Yeah, it's not like enough. our heads, which sit directly above our shoulders. Yeah. But I, still.
0: That's massive. So he's. It, uh, what I'm seeing here is 1.94 meters, 194 centimeters. Yep. I'm 193.
2: To the top of your head?
0: To the top of my head. Whoa! Maybe 194 if I do my hair well. And <laughs> Well, I'd be able to muster it. Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I look great. <laughs> so
0: you've got a big head. <laughs>
2: the thing about that is, I'm like 162.
1: Yeah, you. So
2: this cow would be towering above me. Massive. It also weighs 1,400 kilos. 1,400
0: kilos. Yeah. That is the same as a car. Yeah. That's the same as my car yeah. would weigh. So that me and insane. my
2: scooter used to weigh like 160 kilos or something. My scooter was
1: really light. Oh, you mean you,
0: you I had a talking... MOBA scooter. like right, a, not raises, a Razor not scooter. Not a Razor <laughs> scooter.
2: I used to have a, like a Vespa kind of scooter. Um, yeah. And yep, yeah, so just like imagine if I ran into that cow on my scooter. He would Big oh, trouble.
0: That would be brutal.
2: So he is a Holstein Friesian breed of cow, mm-hmm. which if you've ever seen any kind of dairy products with the black and white cow, that's the black and white cow. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they can be bred with other brands, not brands, breeds of
0: cows as well. <laughs> They're living beings, Will. You're a vegetarian. What the
2: hell? <laughs> they can be bred with other breeds of cow uh, when you're trying to look at getting cows also for the beef industry as well. So mm. in general, these are dairy cows, um, but yeah, they can be also bred with other cows. Now, he was massive. Yeah. Why?
0: Yeah, why? Why? I was hoping you would tell me.
2: I know. And you know what? I really <laughs> want it to be some really cool genetic story. Yep. It's not. It's just big.
0: He's just a big boy. He's just a big, <laughs>
2: just a big yeah. cow. So um, normally with these kind of cows, they are normally, um, so he was a male, uh, they're normally sent away to be made into steaks and mm. such uh, when they're about two to three years old. So he is seven years old, so a bit older than a normal cow. So if you think about like maybe a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old kid, like yeah. a, a human. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe grown tall, not yeah. usually filled out in yeah. like size yet. So the seven-year-old has obviously had more of a chance to actually get bigger. So sure. That's part of the reason he's very big. Um, but also sometimes you can just get big animals.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can get big yeah. humans. Big
2: humans. Yeah. So a normal-sized cow of that age in that breed is about 680 kilos. So it's a bit, it's about
0: 680, a bit over... 680, so he's more than double. More than double. Wow.
2: But then I know humans that are more than double my size.
0: No, you don't. Yes. No way. Or maybe your weight, but they're not 10 feet tall. That's like, no. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just thinking there was... um. But the there tall- are. The tallest person ever, mm. a guy called Robert Wadlow. Yep. I literally just happened to know this. He was about 8 foot 10, something yep. like that. So almost 9 feet tall, yep. which is just But
2: insane. there's also people that are only 4 foot, so we would be double. Exactly, yeah. So... I guess this cow is just a really big version of the cow. Big boy. I did really Inchop want. I looked boy. to see if there was any like cool,
0: yeah,
2: like genetic reasons. It was so big, but you know what? You you don't have to go like into CRISPR or something the splicing genes up to make yeah. genetic uh, changes. I mean, if you think about uh, maybe if you've got a family where everyone's tall, or if you've got a family where everyone's little, or if you've got mm. a family where everyone's really great runners, as you start. Maybe if you've got a mum and a dad who are both really tall, hmm. then you're gonna have siblings and you are gonna be really tall really in really general. Tall too. Yeah. So you can kind of make genetic engineering in a way where you're not doing it artificially. You're literally yeah. just breeding in these kind of characteristics. Yeah. Which so we've done
0: with dogs, for example. Exactly. Yeah. So he just had very big parents, is big that the idea? Parents? Yeah. I guess so. I read as well that um he's so big
2: <laughs> he's
0: yep. so big he's massive. that he was saved from the abattoir. Yes. Yeah.
2: So he wasn't turned into a giant giant steak. Yeah. He was too big yeah. for a giant giant steak. And
0: the like the owner tried to sell him off to an abattoir and whoever was gonna buy him was just like we can't take that one. He will not fit in the machine. Yeah.
2: It's like if you're trying <laughs> to cook that? like what if you're trying to cook a steak in your fry pan and it's six times bigger yeah. than your fry pan? You're like what am <laughs> I gonna do, do with it. this steak? <laughs> exactly. So that's saved his life. Yeah. So being huge. Been <gasps> this should have been a huge of true. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh
2: we yeah, missed very
0: it. Fresh, very good. No, this one's too good. It's too good for the um viral The uh inaugural episode of Viral Grammy. But he's
2: also huge yeah. and true. I, I mean,
0: I get that. Yeah. <laughs> when I <laughs> first saw this, I was like, there's no way that's real. There is no mm. way. Because there's a photo, which I will put, on, put in the show notes. Yeah. And he's just... He's so big. Literally head and shoulders above all the other cows. And apparently he's sort of taking other cows under his wing because yeah. he's older than all the rest of them. <laughs> he's so he's like, here, guys, I'll show you all the local show spots. You the ropes. <laughs> I know all the cool hangouts hey. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> What's his name again? Nickers. Nickers. That's right. He's great. Yeah. It reminds it's me.
2: like that weird old cousin that, like, yeah. comes to Christmas and still has to sit at the kids' table. <laughs> yeah, there's always one. And they're, like, showing like, you how to, like...
0: He's, like, 26, but he's still, like, the younger generation. Yeah, it's like, and there's right, not knickers, enough room at the sit big over kids' there. table,
2: at <laughs> the adults' table, so... Like, I want to talk about politics, too. <laughs> that was me, because That's there how. was a transition period when there wasn't enough seats at the adults' table. Mm. So I stayed there at the kids' are. table till my uncle got divorced, and then there was an extra spot.
0: <laughs> is this really it. a topic for the podcast? <laughs> I thought it was
2: interesting. <laughs> it's coming into Christmas, you know. <laughs>
0: Chris, let's talk about divorce. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Like, there's no. Let's just wrap it up. There, there is no actual explanation for this. He's just huh? a He's big, just big boy. Big. Okay, yeah. there you go. There you big. heard it here first, folks. Uh, sorry, He's I, just I did a big try
2: boy. to find more scientific explanation.
0: Far Out with Duncan. Mm. Welcome to it.
2: What's Far Out this week?
0: Well, Quill, you know how we did a special edition episode about the Mars rovers? Of course. Well, there's more news <sighs> from the NASA JPL team Ooh. who have successfully touched down the Mars InSight lander Ooh. on Mars. Excellent. Okay. Now, obviously, they've done Spirit, they've done Opportunity, they've done, what else was there, Phoenix curiosity as well Mm. on the previous years though i think they were all rovers except for phoenix that was a a lander so rover would obviously be one that drives around with wheels land is one that just goes i've landed i'm here that's what i'm doing yeah makes sense um so it's landed like, shot off some rockets and came mm. in at a very specific angle of 12 degrees. If mm. it was any higher than that, it would have burned up any yep. shallower and no, it just would have bounced off. So, they really nailed it there. Mm. Um, and while it was landing, the temperature on the outside of it went up to a thousand degrees Whoa. as it slowed down from 20,000 kilometers an hour down to a, um, a mere 8,000.
2: Wow. So, like, if you're on your push bike and you put your brakes on really hard. Yeah, exactly. They get hot. heat's up. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. But Um, much, much more extreme.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then, at 8,000 kilometres an hour, it deployed a parachute. Ooh. Mm. And then, you know, used its, I think it chucked away its heat shield, which is the same thing that Curiosity did, and then used some rockets to slow it down, and Uh then just went, and landed.
2: And landed perfectly at a 12-degree angle.
0: Yeah. Um, Cool. it is there. But, again, like I said, it's not a rover. It doesn't have wheels. It's a lander. So, so, what's
2: it there for then?
0: So, the idea is that in the previous ones, things like Curiosity, and if you've listened to the special edition, you'll know all about it, mm-hmm. um, they've looked for a lot of signs about life. Yeah. Okay? Or the the, the favourable conditions for life and whether yep. it, whether they exist or not. Very important. Now, that, they've had sort of mixed results there. I mean, obviously, looking at Mars, it doesn't look... I mean... Yeah. I wouldn't live there. No. <laughs> it's not ideal. Yeah. So, this one is not for that at all. Yeah. Okay? So... Two things. Two things it's not going to do. is not going to look for signs of life and it's also mm-hmm. not there to look to, to take photos.
2: Right.
0: Which the rovers previously yeah, have done. Yeah. This one is basically all about the geology mm. and the sort of internal core of Mars. Okay. And seismic activity.
2: Cool. So That's
0: it's a geology part. robot. It's a geology robot. So INSIGHT. Cool. Whoever came up with this, this um, acronym is a Absolute genius, and mm-hmm. should be given a pay rise, as far as I'm concerned. But Insight stands for interior exploration using seismic investigations, geodesy, and heat transport. It actually comes out to Insight. So Very it's going nice. to map the interior of the planet. The way that it's going to do that is measure <laughs> Mars quakes. How good is that? <laughs> Mars quakes. I
2: would never thought about that. Right? Of course, it's not oh. an earthquake. Here. It's on Mars. It's a Mars. I quake. love that. Brilliant. A Mars quake.
0: Um, and it's going to explore the sort of you know formation of the geology of mars yeah well by measuring heat output cool it's going to track the wobble of the planet because Mm -hmm. each planet has a sort of wobble to it which is similar to like that is the precession of the planet right yeah remember correctly yeah the wobble measures the wobble so measuring the tracking the wobble actually will help you to tell what the core is made out of yeah awesome um it's going to possibly search for liquid water meteorite impacts Volcanic activity, that sort of stuff. Cool. So the way this is, this thing is going to work is quite unusual because with the rovers, they had all the um, the different instruments kind of built into the body of it. Yeah. This one, very, very different. So previously what's happened with landers is they've had the um, instruments built into the body. Yeah. So things like they actually had seismographs built in.
2: Okay.
0: So they would try and measure Marsquake activity, but mm. it didn't work because what they actually ended up measuring was more similar to just the wind that was blowing, yeah, it was past blowing it.
2: the actual lander around.
0: Exactly, mm. and it the effects of any Mars quakes would be muted because it would travel up the legs. Yeah. Right? With this one, this one's going to take a robotic arm. It's going to pick cool. up its seismograph and it's going to plonk it down on the surface, <laughs> awesome. directly there. So they're going to be on the surface. There's no, you know confounding elements yep. that are going to break any of this stuff. So it's got a seismometer. Did I say seismograph? Seismometer. Hmm. Same thing. Um, gonna, that's a, that's going to detect Mars quakes. It's going to detect landslides, meteor impacts, that sort of stuff. We'll also be able to tell us or help to tell us what's the core made out of. So mm-hmm. first of all, is it solid? Yep. Or is it liquid? Or gas? Yeah. Or a plasma? <laughs> is it a gas? Highly unlikely, but <laughs> Sorry, possible. You. And then there's this... I think we know
2: that it's not a gas, right? Surely, something, gaseous, otherwise the whole thing would a just implode. There's the gaseous planets. There's different ones. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway. Yes. So there's an instrument called RISE, which stands for Rotation and Inner Structure Experiment. Mm-hmm. That is going to use radio waves that are actually sent back to Earth hmm. to measure the rotation um, of the wobble. so cool. Sorry, the rotational axis of the wobble. Yeah. That's going to tell us more about the structure of the planet and yeah. the thickness of the crust and the mantle. We're also going to find out, hopefully, how much heat is actually escaping the interior of Mars. Mm -hmm. So, this is really cool because it uses a drill to to dig a five-meter hole Mm. in the crust and measure the temperature at different sort of depths down there, 14 different places. I'm
2: imagining this lander to look like a giant mosquito that sends out like a... A stick yeah. that's basically going to suck the blood. Oh, but in true. this case, like, drill in and test the heat. Yeah, in my totally. mind, it's like this giant robot mosquito sending down a probe.
0: That seems so alien. No Doesn't one. it? Yeah. I think I've that's just totally seen creepy. too many sci-fi movies. Are we the aliens? Are we the creepy aliens? Maybe. I think we are.
2: Yeah. Oh Some God. poor little Mars Martians are there like, don't send your giant <laughs> yeah, mosquitoes totally. to suck the <laughs> blood of our planet.
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then there's also something called a magnetometer. Um, so Mars doesn't have a global magnetic field oh. anymore. Oh. It's gone. Um, Earth does. does have okay. a magnetic uh, field. Yes. Um, but there could still be magnetic effects from the metal core of Mars if it has one. If it has one. So it's going to measure that so as gonna well. So
2: we're going
0: to find out about that. So it's exciting. Cool. Very exciting time, actually. It's doing lots of interesting. So yeah, things. this is much more about the geology, but the impact of yeah. this is, like I said, it's not about whether we can find alien life on Mars. Yeah. It's more about will this be suitable for humans in the future to mm. actually set up, say, bases. Exactly,
2: there, okay? and learning about the geology and those kind of things really helps us to understand what it's capable of, what's mm. there, and all those kind of things. Yeah,
0: but like you don't want to set up a base on Mars for travel to other places in yeah. the in the galaxy. Or whatever, the solar system at yep, least. Yeah. If there's Mars Quakes going on all the time. No, that's right. Because uh, if it comes back and they're just like literally the whole place is shaking apart all the yep, time. No good. Then it's like, that's no good.
2: Does Mars Quake make you want a chocolate milkshake really bad? Because every time you say Mars Quake, yeah, I'm it like, really mm, does.
0: that sounds delicious. Something like Wendy's would make sense. <laughs> yeah. The Get Marsquake. the new Marsquake. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Covered in mm. chocolate filling. Mm. Really does. Anyway, great aside. So there yeah. you go. Um future's looking kind of bright. The landing went really successfully. I think I'll put, in, I'll put in a video to a link to the video in the show notes of the actual JPL team watching it come down. Cool. And they're just like, 30 metres, 20 metres, 10 metres, landing successful, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> And then there's the greatest high five of all time in that yeah. video, which you have to see. So Is it like,
2: like a painful-looking one, or like do they miss? I love no, no, they no. Miss.
0: It's, it's, they have rehearsed it oh, really? like 400 times. They'd be like, okay... Work finishes at five PM. Yeah. We're gonna go in that room, we're gonna nail this handshake. Yeah. Right? So we get the it right. Best high five ever. Best high five ever. Yeah. And then they absolutely killed it All on right. the live feed. I
2: gotta see this live so feed high good. five.
0: Yeah. I'll show it to you later. And yep, yeah, check the show notes.
2: Excellent. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Duncan. That was really interesting. Good to get an update too, because it's been mm. a little while since we've had a, a Mars well, not rover, but a Mars uh, Robotic giant mosquito update. Mm, so hey very you. interesting.
0: Well, Quill. Yes? It's that time again. <sighs> I know you've been looking forward to this one.
2: I have. And I promise I'm not going to laugh as much as I did last no, time. No, please
0: do. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> What's the segment called?
2: It, it must be time for... What year what is, is, is it? What year is it?
1: so just
0: for just for context for those people first listening to what year is it in what year is it we like to look back at all the scientific accomplishments that occurred this week in years gone by that's what we do okay Mm -hmm. so i'm just going to list out Some scientific accomplishments that happened this week, late November sometime, in, you know, 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, 1900s, even the 2000s. We got them all. Mm -hmm. We got them all. You ready for this? I'm ready.
1: 1639. Jeremiah Horrocks, an English astronomer and clergyman, measured a transit of Venus, the first ever to be observed. 1834. The electric motor was invented by American Thomas Davenport. It was probably the first commercially successful electric motor. Davenport was the first to secure a US patent for his direct current motor. He used it to operate a small model car on a short section of track, paving the way for the later electrification of streetcars,
0: otherwise known as trams.
1: 1859. The origin of species by means of natural selection. Charles Darwin's groundbreaking book was published in England to great acclaim. The British naturalist detailed the scientific evidence he had collected since his voyage on the Beagle in the 1830s, and presented his idea that species are the result of gradual changes through a selective process called natural selection, which he gave the name evolution. 1960, the first atomic reactor for research and development began operation at Richmond, Washington, in America. The plant was built first to determine the suitability of plutonium as reactor fuel. At the time, there was a need to recycle plutonium resulting from weapons production. 1966, President Charles de Gaulle opens the world's first tidal power station at Rance Estuary in Brittany. Rance is the most powerful tidal power plant in the world. So there you go. That was what year is wow, it? Wow.
2: There's some really interesting happen- things happening in the world.
1: This week in years
0: week
2: gone by. This week pre- in the past. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you.
0: That was what Duncan year is it? Duncan
2: and old time Duncan. Yeah,
0: no worries. See if that I was- can put some nice jazz under that one. Yeah, a yeah.
2: bit of old timey tunes. I feel um, like you need a mustache and a little top hat while you do that one.
0: I mean, that's how I see myself yeah. anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Potentially. That's my personal image
0: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Alright, should we wrap it up? I think it's time to wrap it up. Alright, well, that is a wrap on Physics Twist for this week, so thank you very much for joining us. And don't forget, you can meet the wonderful people of physics at your school, vacation centre, or birthday party. Just go to physics.com.au. Also, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At, at physics twist. There's always some hot content going on up there, or at least there should be soon. Yeah. And um, yeah, just follow us to see what's going on and post some interesting things and hopefully have a chat to you. That'd be great. Anything
2: to add? Uh, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate us on iTunes. It really helps us. Uh, and also, feel free to stick in a good five stars in there. Oh, we yeah. also like that That's too. That's my favourite
0: number. Yeah, I love yeah. five.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Bye. This shoes should be all orange, groves, <laughs> As far as the eye can see. <laughs>